welcome to Unblocked by DeFi, a fortnightly podcast to get you started on your journey in crypto. We are here to help you understand and navigate the topsy-turvy crypto space. I am Keshav Sharma and this is episode number 6. Today, I am going to demystify the tax implications as per budget 2022 for crypto users in India. I have been in the crypto space for years and before 1st of Feb 2022, every time someone asked me about the regulatory status of crypto, I ended up emphasizing that nobody could ban crypto but it hasn't been recognized by the government yet. And there was a lot of ambiguity in terms of which crypto is banned or if crypto will be banned in the near future. Whenever there was any news of crypto regulation, it acted as a huge deterrent to new people entering the space, as they were not sure if a new regulation could introduce a blanket ban. Also, there was a lot of FUD. FUD is fear, uncertainty and doubt. There was FUD around crypto being some magic internet money or digital code that has value which could not be tracked or controlled by the government. Also, if this was something that was used for illicit activities on the internet. Now, everybody in the industry expected a high tax rate and it was expected to be treated similar to winnings from lottery, game shows, puzzle and others. We have certainly come a long, long way from a banking ban in 2018 to listing the cryptocurrency and regulation of official digital currency bill in 2021 during the parliament's winter session to finally, now, the finance minister, Nirmala Sitaraman, recognized crypto under virtual digital asset category. It speaks volumes about how India is committed to dominate the Web3 era. Although she did not use the word cryptocurrency, and we don't mind that at all, The new name virtual digital asset probably is given for a reason. The government also intends to roll out its own CBDC. A CBDC is a central bank digital currency and there are talks of it being already tested as it gets ready for the rollout in the coming year. As far as taxes are concerned, previously crypto was subject to capital gains tax. Simply put, any profit or gain that arises from the sale of a capital asset is a capital gain. This gain or profit comes under the category income. And hence, one needs to pay tax for that amount in the year in which the transfer of the capital asset takes place. This is called capital gains tax, which can be short term or long term. Land, building, house property, vehicles, patents, trademarks, Leasehold rights, machinery and jewellery are a few examples of capital assets and earlier, crypto was also included in the same category. However, now it is a category of its own. I believe this is a significant step. The clear categorization can definitely drive major adoption in the country in the years to come. You know why? Because people who have already made their money from the legacy system they will have a clear direction and a reason to seriously consider crypto as an asset class. As we know that crypto as an investment option is highly speculative and volatile, and legacy businesses would first want to preserve their capital because they've already made a lot of money in the past. 
But with this acceptance by the government, it clears the road for big traditional players to start seriously considering to invest in the next big wave of technology, which is Web3. Positivity can already be seen in the market. Ever since the speech, Bitcoin has gained more than 14%, leading the way with most of the top 10 coins and tokens also posting weekly gains in double digits. Now let me simplify and dive deep into how crypto will be treated from taxation viewpoint. The finance minister proposed to tax gains from transfer of virtual digital assets at a flat rate of 30% in her budget speech. She proposed that no deduction will be allowed on these gains. The loss arising from the sale of the virtual assets cannot be set off against any other income. Now what does this mean? Basically, any income up to 2.5 lakhs is exempt from tax. This exemption applies to everyone and is not unique to crypto. Beyond this limit, there are slabs for other sources of income. However, for crypto, it is going to be flat 30% rate on any income above this amount. There will be no slabs whatsoever. There will also be a 4% cess over and above this tax and if your income is above 50 lakhs, there will be applicable surcharge as well. I know this looks like a really high slab, but in reality, if there is anyone actively trading crypto and was making more than 10 lakhs in the previous years, he or she was already paying the 30% tax slab. And the only difference now is that this 30% will be applicable to even the smallest amounts above 2.5 lakhs. In addition to this, unlike other businesses, there is no flexibility to carry forward the losses from crypto. In traditional businesses, it is allowed to carry forward the losses to next 8 years. Whereas, here those losses will have to be set off in the same financial year itself. Now, crypto has a lot of elements to it. There are things like airdrops, staking rewards, free NFT drops, and there are things that you can receive from participating in different activities in the space. All of these things will be considered as gifts as the investor has not incurred additional cost to acquire them. These will be valued at the fair market price in the same financial year and will be treated as income in the hands of the receiver. These will also be taxed at the same rate of flat 30%. To sum it up, gifting of crypto tokens and the virtual assets would be taxed at the hands of the recipient. At the cost of repeating myself, introduction of taxation on transfer of virtual digital asset is a welcome move and it will give upfront clarity to the investors on how their income would be taxed. In a masterstroke, the government has introduced a TDS of 1% as well. Implementation, I believe, is done to track hidden crypto transactions. TDS is tax deducted at source and it's not new to crypto. The TDS has been there for a very long period of time, but now it has been introduced in the crypto space as well. So basically, if my total transactions are above 50,000 in a year, every time I'm buying crypto, as a buyer, I have to deduct 1% and deposit it with the government against the PAN card details of the seller. We will have to go to the portal and deposit this amount on our own. In the same way, when we are selling, the exchange or the counterparty who is buying from us is liable to do this as well. 
If I am selling crypto to a person, I am required to take that person's PAN card details and deduct 1% tax at source and deposit it with the tax authorities. Later on, when this person buying the crypto files for his or her or their tax, they can claim it and the amount that has already been deposited in their name will get adjusted against their tax liability. Now, this looks super complicated and I am honestly not sure how this will be implemented. There is no clarity on this at the moment. And this is probably the reason why the government has deferred implementation to 1st of July 2022. There are still a lot of doubts on how the TDS will be deducted by international exchanges or for that matter, decentralized exchanges. And there are also peer-to-peer -peer transactions. I believe there will be some more clarification before this goes on floor. With the introduction of these new taxes, India is finally on the path to legitimizing the crypto sector. The government is definitely not thinking of a ban anymore. Now we have to wait and watch how the government is going to take its next step towards a blockchain-powered digital rupee. This move will pave the way for crypto adoption and put India in the forefront of innovation and adoption to Web3. The introduction of sections 115BBH and 194S give us clarity on taxation and government validation. While this is a concise interpretation of the law as it is, more clarity from the government is expected soon. In the interim, the crypto markets have reacted positively to these developments and there has been a significant increase in new customers and more buying in the market. Another aspect that we should consider is from now on, majority of people, especially corporates who have been on the sidelines because of the uncertainties, will now be able to participate in crypto. We shall witness several seasoned and serious investors stepping in. Without any doubt, taxing crypto only makes it stronger. Till I come back with the next episode, this is Keshav Sharma signing off. See you soon.